0: Hello, this is Matt Barbie with Time for Success, and uh, this is uh, my show where, well, I'm a speaker, author, and and business growth strategist. But you know, my my passion is helping business owner mothers and business owner fathers uh, be able to create, create incredible businesses that help their families be able to achieve their dreams. And so that's that's why we're here today and uh, to talk about that journey. And uh, we've got uh, Mike Mike Hauser with Hauser Electric here with us today. Mike, say hi. Hi, everybody. All right. Thank you. Thank you. So, Mike, uh, tell me a little bit more about uh, you know your business and what do you do?
1: Um, I'm a master electrician. Um, awesome. We serve the St. Louis region. Um, we're Hauser Electric is the name of our company. We've been around for like 13 years, um, serving everybody the best way we can. Um, we do a little bit of residential, industrial, commercial, um, service calls.
0: We got a good service team. Awesome. Awesome. So, the, the gamut from residential to, to some commercial as well. Oh, yes. Definitely. Yeah, so now you you started the business at a, a fairly young age, didn't you?
1: Yeah, I was in my 20s doing some side jobs and stuff like, you know, just getting my hustle yeah. on. Um working, you know, normal 9 to 5 and doing some little side job stuff and it was good and then uh kind of developed into a company, you know, after a while.
0: Yeah. It just happened. Yeah. <laughs> it just kind of happened, just all of a sudden you got a company. Yeah, it doesn't happen <laughs> that easy, but oh, okay. uh, I mean, um a lot of
1: late nights um long days late nights I was working for another electrical contractor at the time
0: okay and
1: yeah. uh, I was managing projects a project manager at a really young age which is kind of difficult being a project manager and being so young and having all the, the all the other journeymen and stuff they were they were in their like 30s late 30s and 40s yeah. and I'm in my 20s kind of telling them what to do and right how to do something or that's not the way it's supposed to be done and yeah there's a lot of a lot of head went along with that yeah um, so I got through all that and uh, business kind of slowed down from my old boss and we kind of I kind of started doing my own thing more, doing my side jobs. I yeah. got legit and opened up, you know, to do all the taxes and filed all that stuff and started a legit full-fledged company with insurance and all that and uh, we did that for a while and I landed a couple big contracts mm-hmm. and I would kind of never looked back. I, my boss came back to me and said, hey, you ready to bring me back to work? And I sat and thought about it. I said, give me a couple days, you know, and I thought about it and I was like, man, I, I'm I'm I feel like I'm successful right now. Yeah. I think I could really make a good run at this and make it a permanent, you know, facet for me. Yeah. So I just called him back and said, appreciate the offer and kind of just struck out and continued to do what I did. Yeah. And here we are today.
0: <laughs> that's fantastic. Yeah. I think that that's probably a story that a lot of people can identify with that where, you know, they, they kind of had the, the side hustle for a while, a lot of people are probably, you know, they probably have the side hustle right now, and they're hoping that one day they're going to be able to make it the full time thing, like you did. So, so, uh, and and I think in in two thousand eight, two thousand nine, whenever there were massive layoffs, that's probably. I mean, I, I know that that's actually when a, a lot of businesses just kind of started because people didn't know what else to do. So was that about the same time when when you kind of set off yourself, or, or, or about when was that? Um,
1: I say somewhere in there, I was on my own doing my own thing, and then uh, somewhere a little after that, there was a little downturn. Okay, and stuff dried up again. Um, my company downsized. I downsized a lot. I had like three guys. Yeah, and then I went down just me, and then kind of work dried up a little more. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad actually he uh he has a water, water company where he chlorinates water mains. Oh, okay. And he took a contract to rebuild fire hydrants all through Missouri. Um, so I was real slow. So I was literally doing that to make my house payment. Yeah. I was in the yeah. middle of the winter out in the snow, rebuilding fire hydrants Wow. and just to make, just to make a buck to pay my bills and, yeah. you know, keep my, keep my roof over my head and, and did that for a while and then just stuck with it, you know, just yeah. kept Kept on the grind and built it back up again.
0: So you'd say that uh, perseverance was a, a pretty key quality to you getting to kinda of the point where you're at now, right?
1: Yeah. Um never give up. Yeah, perseverance yeah. just never give up. Like I I mean I it was a hard road, but you gotta make the decision yeah. for yourself. Like what am I gonna do? You know, right, am I gonna right. am I gonna go back to the work field with everybody else or am I gonna continue what I had and try yeah. to regrow that? Yeah. Stick with your passion.
0: Yeah, that's that's fantastic. Um, now, tell me a little bit more about your family. You're married. You gotta have a, a couple of kids, right?
1: Yeah, um, married, husband, and I'm proud father of two boys, two healthy little baby boys. Mm-hmm. Well, not babies, but they're growing fast. Uh, right, right. I got a one turned seven on the fifteenth, and the other one, he'll be he's twenty months now, and it's Nico and Micah. Nico's the littlest one.
0: Yeah, and they're a lot of fun. They're a lot of fun. Two um, boys, two boys. So I guess it keeps you and your wife pretty busy.
1: Yeah. Um, it's a struggle, you know, having the business and doing the paperwork and yeah, the wife actually, she kind of picked up the role as like the, she does all the bookkeeping kind yeah. of, and she works with uh, our CPA firm real closely to take care of all the books and get all the invoices and billing out. Um, but it's a, it was a difficult struggle when I had the first boy, um, Micah. Um, I really wanted to be a present father so and yeah. run the company so that was a struggle to find that niche and figure out how to make it work because i mean yeah you're a father for the first time and you're a business owner it's it's kind of a weird balance so i uh, actually hired a secretary to give me more time with my family
0: oh that's good. so
1: i hired another secretary to help manage and take the load off so um she's christy and she's like behind the scenes and she works she does a lot of the um helps me format my bids and does a lot of the stuff that's real time consuming for me and permits and scheduling inspections and stuff like that, yeah, so it frees up a lot of my i I'd say it probably frees up twenty or thirty hours of my normal day de- my normal work week easily,
0: but uh, yeah so so. You know, you, you hired Christy. Now, some folks they they kinda struggle on on when they should kind of make that decision, when they should hire. What were some of the factors that uh, that you took into consideration before you went ahead and, and pulled the trigger on hiring somebody?
1: Um, I guess I'd probably say when I mean it's never a good time. It's kinda like it's like when's a good time to go do this or make this big decision. It's there's yeah. never a really good time. <laughs> um you just gotta kinda weigh your really weigh your checks and balances and find out what's yeah. more what more val- what's more valuable to you, your time or or the money in the bank at the end right. of the day? Yeah. Um, and I think most people, if they really thought about it, they'd be like, if they really thought about it, they would be like, ah, oh, you know, time. Because time is the most valuable thing you never get back. You can always make more money. Right. But you can't get more time back. And you yeah. always figure out a way, if you're ambitious enough, you always figure out a way to make more money. Right. So right. that's kind of the goal. You know, that's what you do. So I think it, mine was really not, I was working like, In the field, you know, eight hours, 10 hours a day. And then I was in the morning, I was working in the office, and at night, I was working in the office. Yeah. You know, and it was just, and then I was, things were falling through the cracks, honestly. You know, I was forgetting stuff, falling behind. Uh, Yeah, that happens. That's, and you don't want to do that. You always want to perform for your customers, right? You know, 110%, because you can't build a company if you're not performing. So that's, I think when that started to happen, I saw that. I, that's when I was like, I need to make a change. And yeah, that's where it was at.
0: Right, right. So, a lot of it was also that you wanted to improve the the performance of of the company, you know, for your clients, and uh, but to be able to do that and to balance, um, you know, being a good father, um, that was that was really critical as well. And uh, I love the 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 fact that you brought up that that time is is one thing that you can never get back. Um, you know, I've heard it said that uh the best use of money is to buy back more time in your day is that something that resonates with you that makes a lot of
1: sense um i would say that i never really thought of it that way but yeah, yeah. it's yeah spend money to get more time back yeah. yeah i think that's everyone would love to do that you know right because right. it's you just kind of burn through your day and your day's over with and you can't you know it's the end of the day it's time to right. go to bed and start again tomorrow what you got done you got done
0: yeah you know? so yeah
1: it makes sense it definitely does I like that. I'm probably going to use that.
0: Yeah, yeah. You can borrow that. I brought it. <laughs> um, so for your family, you know, your wife. I'm sure she's got an idea of of the ultimate vision of of what success looks like. Um, you probably have one. I'm sure your kids do too. Like all you know, what what toys they want to buy, uh, but or they want you to buy, or what Chris they want Santa Claus to bring. But uh, <laughs> so, what what does success look like for you and your family ultimately?
1: Um, success to me is uh, <clears throat> spending more time with my family yeah um, always spending time with the family and being there for the baseball games and the baseball practices and then doing the going to the baseball games you know outside going to Cardinals games or go to blues games or you know just uh, camping we like camping we go on camping trips you know being able to be there and do that that's and then have them bring their friends and you know they're really enjoying themselves to so see that yeah. that's success to me and then being able to travel. So we do like, we'll do a family trip where we'll take the kids and the cousins and nieces and we'll all meet up with the aunts and uncles and we'll go camping or something or go on a trip. And then me and the wife, we go on our own trip together without the kids. You know, you got to have that separate time. So to balance, you know, being success would be able to continually balance that, you know. And then, of course, there's the getting and giving the things to your kids that, you never had leaving a legacy behind or something yeah if it comes to that you know if that's what they want to do but right um that's always that's that's would be success you know having the having having and being able to give always okay. be able to have and give enough that i can give
0: yeah now when you say give uh you're talking about giving to the kids and giving legacy um do you also see your business as an opportunity to give back to the community as well
1: um yeah we do uh we do uh auctions and stuff uh i went and graduated from lewis and clark tech center and yeah. they have a silent auction um, thing they do every year and we always buy a table and we promote and give you know prizes and gifts give away and stuff like that mm-hmm. um, t-shirts and stuff uh, we give back to the community that way um, yeah. and then we donate to the zoo St. Louis Zoo we donate to them too um, that's always a good thing I love penguins Is like one of my favorite <laughs> little animals I uh, always got to go to the zoo taking the kids there you know it's yeah. a free zoo It's it's a really good thing for the community so to give back to something like that I mean it's it's just where we're at. My parents
0: kind of got me into that when I was a kid. So I was going to ask, now, do you come from, like, a entrepreneurial family?
1: Um, my dad uh, retired from the city of St. Peter's, okay. uh, water and sewer district. And then he had he was always a hustler. He started another company called uh, Chlorination Unlimited, CL2 is what it was called, and yeah. he chlorinated, chlorinated water mains and stuff. So he was always working and working, like, two jobs kind of. So yeah. that's kind of where I got my work ethic from, I think.
0: Okay.
1: Um, so I kind of instilled that on my kids. Um, but my mom, she's a home mom. Um, she took care of us, all yeah. of us. There was four of us. I have an older sister uh, and two younger brothers. So I'm okay. kind of right, almost in the middle. Yeah. Um. So big family, but we were close niche. You know, we went. You know, we did Boy Scouts and we did camping and yeah, all that, all that stuff. And we lived in the country. So that was one thing I wanted to do for my family was to move, be successful, and move back to the country. Yeah. So so they could play in the creek and ride four wheelers and bikes like we did. So yeah, yeah. That's it's kind of like full circle, if
0: you could say. Kind That's of. good. And so you live in the country now, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just yeah. on the edge of the country.
1: We're in St. <laughs> Charles County, but we're just all
0: right there. Right there. Yeah. But but you got the four-wheelers and the creek? Yep, we got the
1: four-wheelers and the creek. That was, That's awesome. When we were looking for land to build on, We that was a necessity. It needed to be wooded, and it had to have a creek. Those are the two things, and be private. So we, we hit a home run when we found it. And yeah we made it work.
0: That's great. That's great. So, I mean, that, that's that been an element uh, of, of how you are a factor of success for you. I mean, if, uh, if you wanted to get that family back to the, the woods and, and get the, the private area and the Creek and everything like that. So, I mean, that, that's a great, a great achievement right there too. so, so, for every entrepreneur, you know it's a journey. We've got the ups and downs and uh, the challenges in life. Um, you know, would you say that there's uh, been some 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 challenges or some learning experiences that have really defined you as a business owner? I would say, yeah. I mean,
1: yeah. Who who hasn't? It's right. almost impossible to avoid and have complete success with no failures. Um, I think to succeed, you have to fail a lot more than you succeed. Um, yeah. I would say yeah, we uh cash flow is always an issue sometimes. Sure. Um trying sure. to figure out how to get around cash flow. Um developing different business strategies to make that work, or, you know, reaching out to your banks and stuff and trying to find you know, lines of credit and stuff. Yeah. Um figuring out how to get people to pay quicker, you know, get billing out faster, you know. Uh that would be or that that, that would be a pretty good hurdle. Um yeah. finding customer base, finding good contractors to work for, yeah and deal with. Um
0: contractors that pay on time as well yeah yeah exactly contractors that pay on time and understand Those are the best yeah and
1: understand that there are issues sometimes that are variables outside of everyone's control right and you and if it takes more time you know there needs to be a something you know change order written on it or something some yeah. people are like absolutely not that's, that's the way the print is you should have known it's like i'm not a psychic it's i'm an electrician not a psychic so yeah and yeah. neither are they so it's just getting people that are that understand that and have a good heart is kind of hard so we we've kind of restructured our company Have we developed and grown to kind of stick with and pick with those contractors and take care of them even better than than any other contractors yeah just yeah. so we can kind of have a real personal basis
0: right right so in terms of like taking care of those those relationships um you know what, what are some extra special things that you do to just take care of those relationships with the contractors
1: um there's a cardinals games and tickets and stuff like that um dinners go out to dinner with them you know and just really relate to them on a personal level yeah Um, that helps and and i have other contractors the same contractor do the same thing right back it's like uh, they reciprocated exactly the same way yeah um so it's it's really neat to see those are the kind of people you want to be around like i want to surround myself with other people that have the same mindset as i do right um so that's that's kind of what that's kind of what i do uh, we have a Christmas party every year. We just had our Christmas party last oh, year, uh, last weekend, uh, Friday, last Friday. Um, yeah. Adrenaline Zone in St. Charles. We do demolition ball. Oh, ball yeah, they have an open bar and great food, and we uh, invite all of our our vendors and mm-hmm. have our vendors because they take care of us, you know, making sure we have the products we need when we need them. Oh yeah, um, they so they come out and drinks and food on us and have a good time, and you know, it's <laughs> it's that's that's what it's about, you know, yeah. giving back. I think also instead of just money and stuff is memories. Right, you know, giving right. somebody a good time, a good memory.
0: Yeah, yeah. So that Christmas party, so you've got your vendors, people that you work with. You have your your employees as well, your team.
1: Oh yeah, the team. The team, employees, all the secretaries, everybody's there. We give a have a lot of giveaways. Like yeah. you can't leave there without getting a prize. Right. Um, right. So that's that's what we do. We got a little drawing, get a ticket, and get a <laughs> bunch of gift cards and hoodies and jackets and you know all kinds of stuff like that. Just, yeah, just giving back.
0: So even for your teams and your employees, uh, well, your, your team members, I should say, and your employees, um, you know, you do the Christmas thing every year. What other things do you do to to kind of help you know in, improve your relationships with the employees and and help keep them fired up about what they're doing and and just to really be able to build that that uh, that that morale within the company? Is there anything else that you guys do throughout the year?
1: Um, yeah, we do. We try to do. Uh... Uh, an event like once a month it depends on the schedule and what the holidays you know because all the guys have families and stuff yeah Um, so we try to schedule around and have a a monthly meeting where we will meet and go do something fun like we'll do an escape room as a team oh cool Uh, so i call like team building yeah um and then we'll do that activity and then we'll go to like a restaurant or bar or something and have like lunch or dinner and then drinks and kind of just to socialize like outside of the work and talk, you know, Hey, you know, just talk about ideas that they might have or new tools they have heard about or, or products that they have, that they've seen mm-hmm. at an expo or online and they show me and we talk about it and we all kind of discuss it or, or what I'm doing wrong. Is there anything I can do to improve, you know, on our relationship or to That's be good. a better business owner? Cause I mean, I'm not perfect. Nobody's perfect. So yeah. we, I kind of, I kind of work around that and, I think that helps us all strategize, strategize as a team, yeah. to develop, you know, better skills or, Hey, and it's, and it's, and it's a lot more lax than if you're on a job site and you tell and criticize somebody about something, yeah. they, they take it a little more personal than if you're just kind of hanging out and just having a drink and kind of like, you know, you could do this better or right. you could do that. I think it, I think the criticism comes off a little better that way.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So it's important for you to, to, to keep that, uh, that rapport with your team. Uh, to keep that open communication. Yeah, open communication. I always tell them I have an open door
1: policy, and they can come to me whenever they want about anything, anytime. And 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 they do, they will. Sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. Sometimes I hear about it from another employee, and they're like, Hey, you know, you might want to go talk to so and so. <laughs> and and I'll, I'll I'll send them a text message or something like, Hey, you want to come by the office on your way home, or you want me to come meet you at the job site? And you know, there's something going on, and yeah.
0: try to resolve it the best I can. So. Uh, a lot of a lot of entrepreneurs might kind of balk at hiring employees and making you know bringing on a team because they feel like it's gonna excuse me that's gonna actually cause more problems you know that that you know they they say things like oh man i don't want to have to babysit people and stuff like that you know which which is unfortunate but it sounds to me like you've got uh, some open communication with the team you've got some team building that goes on um so so would you say that that you know your team actually i mean are, are they fairly motivated they step up and they actually take some the load off your shoulders and makes your job easier um they do they do i yeah. mean that's why
1: you can't do everything on your own so you right. have to have a team and yeah. a good team um so we have some really good guys that are i think the best in the field yeah and they step up and and you even hear them I, I was on the site the other day and I heard somebody complaining it was muddy and it was and it was and they're, they're like at three o'clock I'm out of here three thirty I'm leaving and it's and the, we'll stick around and get it done you know whatever we got to do they'll they know that you know hey you know this is my job but at the end of the day they want to make sure that they're performing for me because at the end of the day if they aren't performing then I can't perform right so right. Oh, it's a team it, I can there's no I in team so I can't I can't do without them
0: yeah so they they understand that you know they're 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 part of this 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 greater family and uh they can they can openly communicate with you and it sounds to me like um you know they're, they're the they're the kind of people that um you know they'll they'll see the the problems they'll see the issues uh and they'll and they'll make it work they'll, they'll try to fix it i mean is that is that fair to say
1: yeah they'll stick around and make it happen um yeah. and that's a lot of what we do as electricians it's like you're always we're always the first one in last one out and we got to orchestrate with every other trade to make something work or something happen yeah. like the concrete workers and the, the plumbers. And the, we got to make sure that, Hey, this is going here. You got drawings and everything, but they're not perfect. And yeah. so there's a lot of, a lot of modifying that needs to be done. And that's a great part of being an electrician. And that's why we like doing what we do is yeah. a lot of my guys is because they get to implement that, like that, aspect of hey this is how we gotta do it and there's a lot of problem solving i yeah. call it modifying we got to modify that right and, and, and it's more or less a problem solve like hey right, how do right. we gonna make this happen with you know this header over here or are they're still they're putting a steel pipe in or the steam stacks going right there. so right. now what do we do no that's on the drawing but hey we got we got to perform some magic here so right i think right. that's I, I like my guys because they do take care of that a lot and they'll make it happen yeah um and a lot of people are just like, eh, Put their hands up and be like, someone else needs to come and figure this out and tell me what to do. Right, Um, and my guys will they'll figure it out, and that's they enjoy that as I do when I when I started it. That's yeah. kind of how I I like figuring and problem solving. You're not doing the same cookie cutter thing every day,
0: right? So that's right.
1: that's a change, and it makes the day go by faster. And then you get to think instead of just being a robot and doing right. the same thing right. every day.
0: And you try to empower your team to to be thinkers to to help solve the problems, so that it's not always falling on your shoulder your shoulders. Now, has it is that not always been easy? Because you know sometimes we. Uh, you know we want to try to empower other people and and uh you know we we like that concept but it, it, in execution it can be a little bit more difficult so do you, do you have any like maybe tips and tricks on how to how to kind of foster that problem solving mentality within your organization?
1: Um, I, I, it's hard. It's real hard. <laughs> I know. I, cause I, I remember, yeah. I remember hiring the first couple of guys and training them and kind of, this is how this is I want it done. And, and I tell them like, Hey, you can do this, but don't, don't reinvent my wheel. Um, <laughs> but then, but then above that, above that, like, Hey, don't reinvent my wheel as in certain things you got to do this way. There's no better way, no faster way. Yeah. Don't try to redesign it. But yeah outside of that and those those things solve problems and do it but it's hard to let go of that and let they let them make their own decisions and kind of solve it because you can look at it and you're like i do it this way and that way and be done because but it's real funny because when they ask me for my advice on something they've been messed with it you got to come look at this it's been you know a few hours <laughs> can you come look at it and uh, a new guy and i'll walk up and i'll be like i'll be like uh two seconds okay i'll do this and this and this and they're just like man like <laughs> like what and it's like well, i've been doing it a long time so i've seen yeah, a lot of things i yeah. know it works but it's hard to swallow that and let someone else do they what they need to do and and when you know you're perfectly capable of doing it but having them do it that's the only way they're going to learn so I, right. I i guess my advice would be just
0: um give them a shot let them try yep yep so if anybody wants to get a hold of you uh for any of their commercial or residential electrical needs how do they do that
1: um you can reach me at mike h at dot com. Um, we're also on Facebook, Hauser uh, Electric. And those are two ways. We got a website, but it's under construction again. We're redoing our website this year. So, um, pretty
0: soon to be HauserElectric.com. All right. Thank you very much. Time for success with Matt Barbie.